Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Derogi. This week, After by Elise Wells. The snow falls in spirals, glittering our hair, sticking to our eyelashes. Looking up at the pitch black sky, I flip my eyes against falling snowflakes. The stars are brighter than I remember them before. Len takes my hand. It's rough and warm. I smile and turn to him. He gives a wary grin in return. Looking ahead, there's only one light still flickering at the end of the parking lot. Cars covered in snow lay haphazardly across the lanes. We walk alongside the strip mall, outside of the overhang. I wish we could walk under it, pretend we're shopping. But it's not safe especially with a heavy snow. We're alone tonight, Len and I. It's silent. No wandering crews swinging bats or breaking the silence with their cacophony. The best thing we ever did was avoid the crews when the changes first started. The shops are long emptied, of course. Snow dust whipping across cracked concrete and whistling through broken windows. No prints to or from any of the cars but we didn't expect them. Anything good would be long gone. Our feet crunch along, marring the snow's purity. We cross the lot, passing through a wide break in the lineup of cars. When the gas shortage came, so many people abandoned their vehicles in public places like this. I shake my head, remembering my Subaru for a moment, and then push the thought away. I wonder what happened to it, in the end. I peer into the broken windshield of an SUV. A graduation tassel hangs from the window. I move toward it, and Len stops me, pulling my hand back. I don't know why, but I agree. It's lasted this long. I can't be the one to uproot it. Let there be some lingering sign of normalcy. The parking lot leads to the restaurant section of the shopping center by way of a decorative bridge crossing a thin drainage creek. We brave it one at a time, and it holds. Safely on the other side, I approach the old Mexican restaurant. In the snow, it almost feels just like it used to. Like we could go right in, ask for a table for two. I smile wistfully. Len squeezes my hand, and we approach the windows. Looking in at overturned chairs, the dusty booths, missing cushions. A pen from the hostess table is on the floor. I wonder idly if it would still write. I haven't written in years. I'm glad we can still remember. He smiles at me. I smile back. Neither of us mentions that we didn't know each other before. We met in a breadline, when the government still made a modicum of effort. He was the first and last gentleman I think I've met, before or after. It was ten years ago, I say, almost as a question. I can't believe it's been so long. Len doesn't respond. We circle the restaurant from the outside, peering through a shattered window, to admire a mural of a Mexican woman in her apron 
gathering wheat from a field. I remember fields. Do you remember corn mazes? I ask. Len nods but doesn't reply. I miss autumns, I mumble almost to myself. The heavy snows are only broken by months of intense heat. No gradual weather changes anymore. No falls or springs, just dramatic shifts. Soon even the snows may stop. The unending heat, the only constant to rely on. I'm not sure what month it is, and I don't ask. I don't know how Len would even know. Should we go back? I look at Len. He's still looking at the woman in the painting. Her face in a serene expression as she looks down at her harvest. I wait a moment. And when he doesn't break his reverie, I nudge his shoulder with mine, squeezing his hand with my left while rubbing his arm with my right. I know, I say, I know. We watch the woman, imagining the gentle breeze across her field, seeing the wheat ripple in our minds, clearer and more vivid the longer we stare. I used to worry we were going crazy, remembering too much, talking about it. We used to say we shouldn't look back. But there's nowhere to look ahead. Memories are the only sanity we have. They're all we have at all. I don't know how long we stand there, until we both gradually trudge away from the scene, shaking the snow from the tops of our feet, brushing it from our shoulders. We'll go back to the warehouse. We're luckier than most. We have cans of food, some blankets, and a roof over our heads. There's less of us left each year, both a blessing and a curse. We've tried growing food, but the cold seeps in under the aluminum walls. It killed off our last tomato seeds a couple of years ago, and the last chance at fresh food we had. A wave of gratitude washes over me. For Len, to not be alone here. I turn to him, meeting his eyes. His beard is unkempt, eyebrows overhanging dark eyes deepening them. He looks back at me, taking my other hand in his, then tilting his forehead down to mine. We close our eyes and stand together, the snow flaking down around us, filling in our tracks across the parking lot, around the Mexican restaurant, and past the strip mall, covering the proof that we were ever here. I wonder, not for the first time, if the earth can ever do the same for the tracks humanity left behind. This has been After, written by Elise Wells. Manawaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manawaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Derogi. Thanks for listening. Thank you.